Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Misty, and this is Lattes and Legends. Wednesday. Yep, it's Wednesday. I tried to stay within the week. I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. Um, Just stuff gets crazy. So again, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks for being so patient with me as I go through life and work all six of my jobs. (laughs) Oh, I didn't count this one. (laughs) I don't make money off this one, so it's not really a job. Anyway, hi, this is season six, and this season we are talking about creepy cryptids. So what have you guys been up to? I've been doing a lot of work in my soap shop slash office slash studio, my creative gallery, if you will, and I've been watching a lot of Golden Girls. Yeah. Or rather have it on his background noise. It's so soothing to me. And I just love the Golden Girls. I have since birth, I'm sure. So, oh yeah, and I started Westworld again. It seems that I only made it through almost the end of the first season. So, I started it again. And now I'm on season two. Nobody tell me what happens. I know I've seen the original movie, and so I kind of get a gist for it, but if you know me, I like to dig into the original versus the current, and so it makes things a little complicated for me to watch, slash read, etc., but it's fine. I'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on in my house right now. You can probably hear the fan. I'm sorry. It's 90 degrees in my house. Um, so that, that's not turning off 
if you don't want to listen because you hear my van. Think of this as a nighttime lullaby and let the white noise soothe you to sleep. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm having my second cup of coffee right now. And I'm drinking a local coffee and it's called Sunrise Espresso. And it's a very dark roast and it's flipping delicious. It's great. I love it. There's some also some hot chocolate in there from another local company. It's a local coffee and chocolate shop. They're great. You should check them out. Anyway, um, thank you again for everybody that's been listening. Thank you again for the orders. I got a lot more coffee mugs ordered, so I might have to restock those. I appreciate that dearly. I'm stoked. Um, I still have some stickers left, so if you want to order those, you can go to lattesandlegendspodcast.com. Yes, you're right. I'm still working on the website because I suck. Maybe when I take a vacation from life, I'll be able to do that. Uh, I'm going to Denver next week, so podcast will be at the end of the week or the weekend, so sorry. I'll do the research today for it and try to get it edited and going, so that way when I get back to, from Denver, I can give you a solid performance. Mm-mm-mm. Also, if you have anything to say, check the podcast out at um, Twitter, on Twitter, Lattes and Legends 1, I think it is. I don't remember. Guys, I never use Twitter. Never. Um, also, Lattes and Legends podcast on Facebook and at Lattes and Legends on Instagram. I've gotten a lot of new followers on Instagram, so I'm super stoked. And I will post a video of what's happening at my house on Instagram. It's a lot. Um, so, basically... There's a property to the side of us that is owned by the landlord of the house. And he only lives in Colorado three months out of the year. And so he was using this property to camp in his little camper. Well, he decided to buy an RV. And so now he's building himself a pad for said RV and so he's running water and septic and electric and gas to the RV because he doesn't like doing the whole dumping whatever whatever stuff you do in an RV I don't know I don't have an RV don't care however it has made a catastrophe of our driveway so it's like playing Indiana Jones or like pitfall or ooh pitfall yeah um so maybe I'll uh make myself a video of pitfalling. No, just kidding. Uh, But our cats like to pitfall into it, and it's kind of frightening, but I know they're cats, and they're pretty limber. Um, So yeah, I'll post a video of that. I will also post some pictures of the two cryptids I'm covering today. So I should probably stop yammering and get into this, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think I should. So, sorry about that. I had to get some water because I realized I'd have more coffee today than water. And that's not going to be good later. Or is it? (laughs) All right, here we go. So, the sources for today are cryptids, that's with a Z, dot fandom, dot com, 
psmag.com, mysteriousuniverse.org. Oh, such a good site. So good. Uh, 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 uh. What else? And let's see what else. I can't find my... Oh, there they are. Wikiwand.com. Burr, B-E-R, news.com. One word. Cryptoia.us. Cryptoia? Oh. And chicagotribune.com. So the two things I'm going to talk about today, I was not trying to go in alphabetical order, but I did. Alien big cats. Da, da, da. And... The Bermuda Blob. Don't these sound cool? Yeah, they do. All right, so let's talk about alien big cats or ABCs, also known sometimes as phantom cats. And I did see another, where's the other one? Uh, 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 another one. I did see another title for these cats known as the Maui Mystery Cat. And so that is a story from someone that has, quote, seen it. All right, so ABCs are not cats from outer space, which when I read that, I was a little let down and almost stopped doing research because I want cats from outer space. Really? Cats from outer space. Yes. I'm here for it. And, okay, so instead of being from outer space they're basically cats that can't that people cannot identify that are not native to that area so that's why they call them alien most of them do look like black panthers leopards african lions or cougars and many of them have been spotted in britain hmm. yes most sightings are confined to the wildest places especially swamps all right. Cool. So, some explanations. There have been several bodies of similar types of ABCs that have turned out to be hybrids between a Scottish wildcat and domestic house cats. I didn't take the time to look up what a Scottish wildcat is, but I will post that on Instagram later. Scottish wildcat. Let me write that down. <laughs> I'm literate Scottish wildcat. Okay, cool. The larger varieties that look like a specific species, such as leopards, are generally presumed to be escaped exotic pets. These are often kept illegally by their owners, so the authorities never know how many of these might be around. However, the hardest skeptics, including the British government, tend to reject even the exotic pet hypothesis in favor of hoaxes and killings done by Scottish wildcats. A number of leopard skulls found on the moors have turned out to be from leopard skin rugs, adding to this controversy. Okay. So there's some cryptozoologists that believe that Britain has secretly supported a population of leopards, European lynxes, and some other species of wild felines for thousands of years, with a total population of about 30. This assertion is also supported by folklore. There's no time when people did not see ABCs in the wilds of Britain. ABC sightings stretch back into the midst mists of prehistory. Before science replaced older explanations, these cats were usually thought to be 
demons in the form of cats, ooh, fairy cats, or shape-shifting witches. Pretty intense, right? Yeah. All right, let's go on. Okay, so sightings. There have been a recent substantial sighting, um, substantial sightings around the year 2000 and up until now, apparently. So in August of 2000, a boy in South Wales was attacked by a creature that resembled a panther. (sighs) Yikes. Some researchers in cryptozoology use the label alien big cat to refer to any of these animals that have attacked people that are not known. We just talked about that. So, alien big cat, did it attack this kid? We don't know. All right, so let me move down through my notes. All right, so Britain is not the only place that the ABCs have been seen. There are reports coming from Perth, Australia, Oklahoma, Arizona, and even Florida and Hawaii. Ooh, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what to think about these. Okay, so let's talk about other sightings. Um, This sighting is in 1983 in a farmer in South Molten. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't know. A small town in southern England, county of Devon, reported a startling loss in livestock. A hundred sheep had been killed, apparently very violently, over a period of three months. Their throats had been slashed all the way across. For many, the slaughter confirms that the area's vague but persistent legend, cited since the early 70s, of a large possible phantom cat. Hmm. The public reacted very swiftly to this story, and the Daily Express offered the equivalent of $1,600 for a reward if they have any video footage of, quote, the beast. Hmm. More surprisingly, the British government sent a group of Royal Marine snipers into these hills to find and possibly kill the beast. The seriousness with which they treated the mission can probably be assessed through the name they gave it. Are you guys ready for this? (laughs) The name of this mission was called Operation Beastie. That sounds like a Halloween costume of mine when I was a teenager, but that's a different story altogether. So the snipers looked for three nights until the Ministry of Defense called it off. Yep. They thought that the snipers would accidentally kill some of the photographers that were also seeking the reward and seeking to find the beast. So it's unclear how many people actually saw the beast, um, but there are a lot of accounts. Uh, One of the only witnesses was a 16-year-old girl being driven to work, and she said, quote, At first I thought it was a cat, but it's too big for that. It was black and had a long tail. There were white spots on each foot, end quote. Hmm, yeah. So the trouble with a monster that's said to look like a normal house pet, but a little bit bigger is that's really hard to identify and know the difference. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of the authorities, Superintendent Douglas McClary, said, quote, until we shoot the damn thing, we don't know what it is, end quote. 
This sounds great. <laughs> so one of the most intriguing and strange reports of a phantom cat or an ABC or mystery, whatever, uh, was in Maui and it was on uh, in the island of Maui, sorry, in 2002. Mm -hmm. So in December of that year, a witness came forward to report that he had heard strange sounds in the night outside of his house. And when he went out to investigate, he saw a dark creature. He said it looked like a big jaguar. Mm -hmm. Yep. So after he made this report, there were more and more and more claims, more frightened residents. And they're like, this cat, it's real. They said it was at least seven feet long when standing. Probably weighed a hundred pounds or more. Um, side note: If it's seven feet tall or long, a uh, hundred pounds is probably the least it's going to weigh. I'm just saying. Because it was black, had a huge head, long tail, green eyes that reflected light. So around a dozen people said they saw it, and um, many of them saw it crossing the road and lurking on their property. Ugh. Nope, no, nope, no. Nope. So a one eyewitness decided to give their statement, and they said, quote, I was staying in Maui at one of the resorts over the Memorial Day weekend when, I swear, I saw a large cat-like creature on the property one morning. No, I wasn't drunk, nor had I been drinking. The resort workers assured me that there was no such animals on Maui and suggested that maybe I just saw a stray dog. But then... I heard later that this isn't the first time someone has seen a large cat on Maui, end quote. <sighs> yeah. Um, I really hope that drinking like that would not cause you to see creatures. Um, and if they were drinking and they were seeing creatures, I want whatever they were drinking because my beer has never done that to me. So after all these reports, like hysteria was going all around the region. People were afraid to go out after dark. The Maui mystery cat was all over the news. Yeah. So in the meantime, the Department of Land and Natural Resources was really starting to take these reports seriously. And they believe that somehow somebody's exotic pet had probably just broken loose. You know, like a leopard or a jaguar. All right, so let's do a sidebar here. Um, what kind of money do you have to have in order to have, quote, an exotic pet? Because if I had a leopard or a jaguar, I think that would be me showing how rich I was. Like, why would you have one of those? Uh, why? Why? I don't, I don't know. P. Diddy, tell me. Why do you have a jaguar? I don't know. Who has a jaguar? I don't know. Anyway, that's my little side note because it's crazy what rich people do with money. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to order my contacts here. Anyway, it's a different podcast for a different day. <laughs> all right. So, um, I don't know where to, oh, so in Maui and Hawaii itself, these reports of big animals are not something that's surprising. Because people see things like this all the time. Um, you know, they see giant alligators and birds and, you know, people that 
aren't from Hawaii or not from an island. Oh, what's this creature? You know, like people get thrown off by things that they don't know what it is. And the Hawaiian officials are like, oh, it's probably just tourists thinking, oh, well, we don't have that in Alabama, so it must be an alien cat. That's what they're going with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're expecting to see alien big cats in Britain or Australia or Hawaii or anywhere you go for that matter, um, just be aware that it could be someone's exotic pet. Uh, but yeah, that's the story of alien big cats. Short, sweet, to the point. I'll post pictures of some of the descriptions of those for you on Instagram. And next is the Bermuda Blob. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, at least just to post pictures of it because it looks pretty gross. And so let's talk about it. So the first Bermuda Blob was found by fisherman and treasure hunter Teddy Tucker in 1988 on Mangrove Bay. How do you get the title of treasure hunter in front of your name? Is there a survey I need to fill out? Is there a class I need to take? Let's jump on board all this. We should be treasure hunters. Isn't that like going antiquing, treasure hunting or thrifting? Because I'm pretty good at those things. So I'm gonna need someone to put treasure hunter in front of my name okay thanks anyway tucker described a blob as two and a half to three feet thick as well as very white and fibrous he also described it as having five arms or legs like a disfigured star okay so that was 1988 a second bermuda blob was then found in 1997 okay so let's talk about some explanations and then we'll get through more of what people think the Bermuda blob is. Ba, ba, ba. All right, let's do this. So some explanations. Um, samples of the first specimen were analyzed in 1995 and it was suggested that it was a type of sea creature, either a large bony fish, shark, or ray. With a reanalysis using advanced genetic techniques, not previously available, it was then confirmed that it was the remains of a whale, so more like blubber, hence the blobby part. Analysis from the second Bermuda blob sample suggested it was a large mass of tissue from a whale. So this is pretty much saying, uh, it's not a blob. No, it's whale tissue. So, right, when Tucker found it, he quickly dubbed it the Bermuda Blob, and he talked about how it was extremely pale, it had no bones, no cartilage, or other visible openings. His account also stated that the creature seemed to have arms and legs, which we talked about. Uh, this description bears a remarkable resemblance to quasi-mollusks, mollusks, which fit into a particular subsection of curious carcasses known as globsters. Ooh. Hey, guess what? Well, we'll talk about globsters next week. <laughs> Look when I'm running down. Globster. Ooh, that just sounds gross. Um, the list includes the Tasmanian globster as well as the Muriwai carcass. I probably 
butchered that. So we're going to um, look into those as well on a different episode. So basically, Tucker said that the creature was really tough and more resilient than it first appeared. And he saw it remove a portion of another animal's flesh. Don't know how true that is. So after he made this discovery, the remains of the blob, other than what he gave to scientists, floated back to sea. Yeah, so there's that. So basically when the tissue was tested, um, it had, sorry, I'm looking, it was cold-blooded, it had various amino acids, it had vertebrae, vertebrae collagen, and basically it looked like the skin from a shark or a whale, which we already talked about. Yeah. So a lot of experts had tried to weigh in on this, and a lot of them were like, yeah, it has amino acids, yeah, it has preservatives, but they cannot put their finger on if it is a creature or if it's just parts of a creature, which from the sounds of it, it just sounds like it's just parts of a creature and that creature lost some blubber or it maybe it is a globster. And then if it is, we'll have to talk about that in another episode. Yeah. So this brings us to the end. I know, it was so short, but duty calls. I have so much to do. I'm going to see music tomorrow night, too, so I gotta, yeah, gotta work. So, I appreciate all of you guys listening still, and stay tuned for big, big, big things. I'm just going to tell you that um, there's a book coming. Uh, I have put the first draft into it, and I now have someone designing the cover. Yeah, and the first of the series is going to happen sooner than later because I've really been working my ass off on it. So be ready for that. This will be my second book ever, and I'm super stoked. I learned a lot when I wrote my first book, and if you know me, you know what I learned. And the second book has been a lot easier for me, and I have some creative freedoms with it, so I'm super stoked. So the book will be out. I don't know when the book will be out. I'll tell you when it's ready. I'm still working on it. Um, However, it is about urban legends from A to Z. So like I said, there is going to be more than one. And there will possibly be an urban legend in your town. Mm -hmm. So if everyone has a wonderful rest of your week, have a good weekend. I will talk to you when I'm back from Denver. And thanks for listening. Be sure to check out Lattes and Legends on Instagram at Lattes and Legends. And on Facebook at Lattes and Legends Podcast. You can get your coffee mugs and stickers at lattesandlegendspodcast.com. Everyone just be good to each other and stay safe and practice your social anxiety because that's what I'm doing. I'm just kidding. You don't have to be socially anxious. That's just me. Anyway, enjoy. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.